0: Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversations about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery, to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a new and happier and healthier you. Now, here's your host, Randy Boyd. Well, welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously. Tonight we have a couple things going on tonight. We have a special guest as we promised you. But the other thing that we have tonight is this is our 100th episode of Healing Courageously. So I'm happy about that. I'm excited about that. Um, It takes a lot to do these. It takes a lot to keep going. Um, And the cool thing about that we couldn't have asked for a better special guest to celebrate Yay. our hundredth, our hundredth episode with, um, with us tonight. As we promised you, we have somebody here that's very special and dear in our heart, Elaine Tucker. We've been Hi. working with her for just about six years. Um, we've been working with her. Uh, you know, the one thing my wife and I don't do is we don't chase people. Um, <laughs> if, 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 if you don't, if you don't want your recovery right, well, then fine. I mean, you know, we want it for you, but you got to want it more than we want yeah. it for you, right? So we have a rule, we don't chase nobody. But my wife told me one day, I will never, ever let Elaine out of my grips. I will chase her to the ends of the earth. Um, and I did. I just, yes. yeah, and and she, you still do. Yeah. And I still do. Yeah, she still, <laughs> and, you know, Elaine drove out here today, to, this morning from California, which we're grateful for that. And also, she was able to surprise her son, who lives down by Chandler, right? Oh,
1: it's actually
0: Levine. Levine, Levine yeah. in Arizona. So they actually surprised him. Um, so it's it's a great weekend. for Hi, it, JJ, because we
1: know you're going to be listening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, anyways, it's going to be about um, Elaine today. She's she's come so far in her journey. Um, so many changes. So many. So many. Um, you know, she she would fight. She would fight against it, and then she, she would fight to get through it, um, and fight with she, it. And fight with it. I mean, <laughs> she, she's just a fighter. Period. She's a <laughs> ghetto girl. I yeah, mean, exactly. she's she's ghetto. I mean, <laughs> when we were in Hawaii a couple of years ago, I bought her a hat. And ghetto. Then,
2: that's what I was telling Mom. I kept the picture of you with the hat on as my <laughs> as your contact. So I always remember. There you it was go. On yeah. the wall. So, I know so you'd call me.
0: yeah, so she's uh, she's come a long ways, but. I'm going to actually let my wife uh, do a lot of the uh, the talking with her. So I'm going to turn it over to Kathy right now, because I'll just mess things up. Oh, you know, no, I'm you're sitting good. between two women, which is very dangerous <laughs> for me, because I always get in trouble when I'm sitting with two women. That's
1: funny. No, um, so tonight I'm really excited, because this is we're closing out this week with our topic on boundaries, and uh, uh, this particular... Actually, it's this year. And it's this year as well, this, this month up. and this year. Right. It's the last right. week of the year. Um, and we've talked about boundaries all month long. We've had part one and part two of emotional boundaries. Um, and then last week we did uh, the consequences of not having boundaries. And tonight we're going to call this, or today we're going to call this, no is a complete sentence. And this is something that Elaine has worked on and is still working. I work on it. Gosh, I think we all work on it. So, um, But I want to start out. Elaine, just tell us a little bit about your journey, um, where you started, where you are, and then we'll kind of go from there.
2: So I was sharing with them. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, I first met them in 2014, um, going to church, and then um, I started working on myself because I didn't have nothing wrong with me. I was completely perfect. (laughs) That's why we all go to church, because we're all good. (laughs) I started in a recovery program, and I was like, well, you know, there's some other things going on. Uh, so 2017 was when it really started. I started, uh, got out of a toxic, unhealthy, Mm -hmm. abusive relationship and, uh, started working on my recovery internally and everything that was going on. So from then, um, in January, it'll be seven years since I've been alcohol free, uh, drug free. So it's been quite a journey, difficult, yes, but rewarding at the same time. So, and it's still ongoing. So that's great. Yeah.
0: For I mean, for those of people out there, any kind of sobriety um, from drugs or alcohol, it, it, for a period of time, it can be a battle every single day. So it's no easy task. And no, so it's like, if you make it one day, it's like, okay, great. You know, that, that's wonderful. So you didn't drink today. We'll worry about tomorrow when tomorrow comes, right? Yeah. We're not thinking into the future. So yeah, yeah it's, um. so she's, that, that in itself, it's a huge, especially with what you've been through. And yeah.
2: You shared with me many times yeah. about the one day at a time rule. Right. Take it one day, and I never thought I would make it a month. I never thought I would make All it right. six months, and then let alone almost seven years. Mm-hmm. So it's just every day is one step ahead.
1: Yeah. And I think that one thing that that is important for people to realize is that, um, and Randy can appreciate this too, is that you start out in your journey with your focus being one thing, and for you, for each of you, it was mm-hmm. it was your drugs and alcohol. Um, but then once you kind of nip that—I don't want to say nip it—but once you get that under control and you understand why you were drinking or why yeah. you were using, then we start uncovering new things. Yeah, and that's so, a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so we're um, we've been on this journey now for the last five years of some of that new stuff, mm-hmm. and being this month is boundaries. Tell me, did you know anything about boundaries prior to your journey, starting your journey? No, not at all. What did did the word boundary even mean to you at that time? I don't
2: think I ever knew the definition of boundary Mm -hmm. because um, I allowed so many people to walk over me. I was a people pleaser all the time, and I didn't learn that until I started working with you guys, some of those definitions Mm of what that looks like. Well, maybe you need to set a boundary, and you guys have taught me, like, you know, no is no and also what how do you feel? Wait, what does that look lo- what does that situation look like? Mm. What does it feel like? What does it sound like? So no, I never knew the word boundary and didn't know how to set them and I'm still struggling to set them mm-hmm. in certain areas of my life. Yeah. But that's the ongoing mentoring that you guys are working with me and what, what's my part in that boundary. Yeah. And, uh,
0: so we like yeah. say we, we'll quit the drugs and the alcohol. Now we have nothing anesthesizing and covering up all the right. feelings and emotions, mm-hmm. so that's where the real work starts, yeah. you know, In which you've been really working hard at.
1: It. So I, I guess talking, thinking about boundaries and stuff. What was, what would, what did you discover about yourself besides the fact you didn't know what boundaries were? Uh, was there ever a time that you tried to set a boundary, and then you pulled back because it was uncomfortable? Absolutely. Tell me, yeah, tell me what what that was kind of like for you when if there was any specific situation that you can think of
2: specifics, like, um, not so much dating, but being in situationships and not giving myself the freedom to say no and making sure that it was about them. Right. And it wasn't about me. And I didn't know how to say no. Cause I would open that door and close it mm-hmm. and then open it cause I was lonely or feeling tired or, you know, and then close it mm-hmm. and then open it. And then close it. <laughs> so there was no boundary, it was just kinda of like a revolving door. Mm-hmm. And that affected not only my work, not only sit that situationship, and that was a long time of to four years to allow someone to continuously
1: mm-hmm. come
2: in and out because I allowed it. Right. I didn't set that boundary and I didn't know how to do that.
1: Yeah.
0: So so and what you just said too is how many years prior to that had you allowed that behavior to go on? Right. I mean, so, you know, 25, 30 years. Yeah, so I'm
2: okay with saying my age. I'm fine with that. So I'm 44 now, and I think as a child dealing with abandonment issues and all the things that we've uncovered, I don't think I've ever said that. So it's been, you know, a good probably like 30-something years of not knowing what to do and how to do it. Mm -hmm.
0: And so what what we're we're doing with Elaine and what, you know, in recovery, what we're doing is we're, we're... we're replacing old behavior with new behavior, but it's not going to happen overnight. It can't. You've got right. years of this stuff just grinded into you. And so that's what she was kind of explaining. Open the door, close the door, open the door, close the mm-hmm. door. But at least she was going back and forth, right? And right. You, you were doing the work not you know and it just takes that's what it takes
2: and i think that she you've explained that kathy um i call her Ma and pops because that's who they are to me (laughs) they kind of like um they've adopted me as a a child of god and a and a a daughter um because i've lost both my parents so you know looking to both you it reminds me what you always shared with me that yeah did you learn something new this time did it change mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did you learn Perfect. quicker did it kind of like you know what, instead of being three weeks it was two days right so there's your change right identify what you just and uncovered. i think that's
1: really really important to remember is that like you say we these changes take time but there's been times where you have beaten yourself up mm-hmm. and you've come to me. I'll just say like a a dog with the tail between your legs because you've gotten so discouraged Mm -hmm. that I have to remind you, wait a minute, you did notice it sooner and you didn't respond the same way you didn't. And the one thing I love about Elaine, she goes, I thought it. She always says, I thought it. I said, great. Think about it all you want. Just don't act on it. And I think that's what's key is that's the progress that you make. And so we have to remember that even those little tiny baby steps Mm -hmm. is progress and that's progress in the right direction.
0: See, I think that's the importance of having mentors and coaches in your life. Because, you know, even when I was going through my early recovery and all this, I would beat myself up, I'm making these changes, I don't see them, so I'm beating myself up because, you know, how come I'm tripping, how come this is happening? And my mentor, my my, my coach and my wife would, would go, Randy, but look how far you've come, mm-hmm. okay? It's okay, it's gonna take time for this behavior to settle into you.
2: And I think, as you and I too both know, cause Ma's pointed it out to both of us, like it's hard to understand or it's hard to retain the fact that we've done something so good and right. acknowledge ourselves right. in right. that good right. because we've never been, hey, you did a good job, Randy. Right. Hey, Lane, you did a good job. Right. You That not enough
1: of reminding who we've become or what we're doing. Right. And it's tough. That's no. why I tell you, give yourself a hug. Come on, show me. Give yourself a hug right now. Hug yourself. <laughs> sometimes we have to do that. Sometimes we have to do that. Um, I want to talk about, you know, we talk, you and I talk about a lot about no is a complete sentence. Um, and I know I can struggle with it. We all can struggle with that sometimes. What causes you to not want to say no? Kind of go into, you know, why do you always feel like, you have to say yes. We've had you've had a yeah. recent situation where you were feeling guilty because yeah. you didn't do something. Um, but what what cause, what is that feeling when you or what causes you to, to hold you back from I saying think no?
2: The feeling of not, effort uh, like for example, me coming out here and me feeling like, oh man, I'm gonna disappoint her because I'm not coming like I said I was. Mm-hmm. Or even in certain environments where I'm like. Well, I don't want to say no because what's going to be the after effect and who am I not pleasing because I don't, I don't, who cares about my feelings? It's not about me. I want to please you because I don't want to upset you or piss someone off. And I think that's my always, was always my leading thought. It's not about me on how I feel. It's like, okay. They're gonna be mad at me. They're not gonna to want to talk to me, or whatever it may be. And then I, it leads you down the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. that abandonment issue. Oh, they, oh, I'm getting left behind. I'm not the cool person. I said no. You know.
1: I want to go back even deeper than that, though, and I know you're open to this, so Absolutely. I'm, I'm not afraid. Um, why do you think? Where do you think that comes from?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh well. Who's telling love, you that. Story. I, you know, Don't. I know the enemy likes to tell me because mm-hmm. I'm believer. I'm, I'm a believer mm-hmm. in Christ, and mm-hmm. as you guys are. And he likes to remind me of my old self Mm -hmm. and remind me that, oh, well, if you don't do that, they're not going to like you. And if you don't do this, you know, and it's that constant bickering of the good one and the bad one, Mm -hmm. you know, and like you've shared with me, you got to just flick them off your shoulder and remind like... You know, no, I'm a child of God. No, I'm not going to do that. That
1: is and not me And typically, anymore. something like that comes from your childhood. Yeah, it's yeah, something from your past, deep yeah. deeper yeah. than just the enemy. The right.
0: enemy, the enemy, what he knows best is our past. Right. So yeah, he's going to attack it, but the question becomes: Is go deeper? And that's and what wording. you
2: guys have shared, shared yeah. and I don't mind sharing. I love both my parents, and of course, unfortunately, they've passed on, but. Unfortunately it was a toxic household. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my father was an alcoholic. He does not he did not admit it to it at all mm-hmm. I, I can remember but he stopped drinking as I as my uh, his grandchildren got older and then unfortunately my mom was a people pleaser So she would uh. chase my dad um, Unfortunately, there was decisions that he made of being out in the street or being intoxicated and at places He shouldn't have been and then I f- would find her picking me up out of the bed in the middle of the night, going to look for him and finding him, and then it'd be like conversations and yelling. And this was disruptive. And that led to that abandonment feeling, Mm -hmm. the people-pleasing, the not making people unhappy Mm -hmm. because I didn't do what they wanted me to do. And it just, that whole retrospective like you've talked about, it leads back to where you came from. What was your environment? What did it look like?
0: It's always, It's learned behavior from your mom or yeah. chasing. Yeah. Right? And you were ch- and chasing. Right? They
2: both know. I've done a lot of chasing. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. Looking for yeah.
1: that love in all the wrong places, yeah, and I think that's that happens. And you know, we talk about it a lot uh, through this podcast and different topics. But we have to go back to the underlying causes and conditions to get to the root yeah, of what our to. what our problem is and and uh, and what we're struggling with. Um, and a lot of times they're. You know, sometimes it might feel shameful, but there's nothing to be ashamed of when no. it's something that you've grown up in. You yeah. didn't have a no. choice.
2: And I think because we all know at times in our lives, back in the day, it was not common for you to express what right. you've been through. Mm-hmm. And it was shunned and right. you weren't welcomed because that couldn't have happened to you. We nothing. were told
1: not yeah. to talk back yeah. to your yeah. parents, yeah. you know.
0: And He's such an angel, he's such yeah. a saint. It's like, Okay, that's what you yeah. want. To think, I can you know, remember
1: like, even for myself. Uh, this I would get my mouth washed out with soap if I talked back. So mm-hmm. then all of a sudden I learned not to say anything yeah. and not to have a voice. Yeah. and, and yes. so then I had to figure out how to do this all by myself. Mm-hmm. And that people pleasing came in because I didn't want to have my mouth washed out from the soap. You know, Welcome, You're not people pleasing me. Oh God, <laughs> here we go again. I mean, if you're such a people pleasing <laughs> you should be pleasing me. I'm your husband. Number yeah. one. Oh, you are number my number one. 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 You are, you are <laughs> my number one. I, I am your number one. <laughs> no. So I have a question, um, and this is something that I think is really important for people to hear too, is that very first time you said no, that very first time you decided, I'm going to say no, what were you feeling? What What was that emotion? And
2: Oh, I can remember exactly how it felt. It was just, man, I felt so good to finally use my voice. Yeah. And then, you know, you have that moment where like, was that okay, mm-hmm. did I do the right thing? Mm-hmm. That felt so good, I wanna do that again. And then you still have that apprehensive mm-hmm. thought of, okay, I'm gonna do it again. But then you're still kinda of like a little bit on the eggshell, but I'll never forget knowing that I could tell someone no, cause it made me so uncomfortable. Or getting out of that toxic relationship and finally standing up for myself and saying, God, this is so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. I remember leaving that relationship that day and I remember being you like at my first call, it's like I'm out, I'm free. And I remember hearing the birds, I remember looking up at the sky, it was raining Mm. but I remember seeing color and and I know it sounds weird, but that's the way I felt like I felt like I was in darkness for so long and I could finally see color and I remember bawling my face off but I was free.
1: Mm -hmm. Just that no I'm not going to accept this anymore. And I
2: walked And walked and kept walking. I didn't look back. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, I think too, this happens. You you got, you were empowered with that, that no. But like Mm -hmm. you said, you start thinking about it and stuff. Then all of a sudden you're in work environments Mm -hmm. or you're at home with your kids. Um, It's different in every environment to use that word. But the emotions, I think, probably feel very similar.
2: It feels similar, but it's still, you know, like you know, and I know it's still a struggle. Mm -hmm. But the emotions can be... Joyous at the same time, you know. I don't want my, for example, my I don't want my kids to hate me. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna hate me? Are they gonna dislike me? Because I even felt last night, and that's the true honest feeling. Uh, Rayla, am I disappointing you? Because I'm not going like I promised, mm-hmm. and I don't like to set promises because I don't want to set an expectation I can't right. fulfill. Right. And right. you guys have taught me that too. Right. Yeah. And I was like, okay, everyone's good, but I'm not gonna lie. Sitting there, I'm like.
0: You know what I mean? So I worked through it what I mean, he's telling you and it was accepted and it was okay. Yeah. Th- you know, and I think Elaine too, um, you I I say it's a lot to you. you know, I'm sure mom does too, but the thing that's important is to remember that, you know, you're you're a daughter of God. Right? And right. that and anybody around you needs to be treating you as such. Right. right? Not that they gotta worship you or yeah. that, but they gotta be treating you with the respect that Christ would be re- re- treated with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I think you used to hear me say all the time. Like, I I don't know if I said it with you and, and Albert, but if God was God was to come down right now and sit in our living room when we're do, doing a couples counseling, I right? Know. And I and I talk on men, right? You know that. Yeah. God, God went to just say Randy, right? And said, Randy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know that that daughter. The woman that i gave you to take care of that, that 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 married that i let you marry and i gave it gave her uh gave her to you to cherish take care of and uh, honor yes well how have you been treating her mm. how can you i mean I, I don't care if you're if you're married is important but you know as a daughter of god even in a workspace how are people treating you? Yeah. Because you're a daughter of God. And there was a period of time in our marriage where probably four or five years were if God would to come down and ask that question, yeah. I'd have been sent straight to hell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's it's different today, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the grace of God that works right. on us. So it's the same thing with you in the workplace of so You always remember who am I? Yeah. No, I'm, a, I'm a daughter of the most high.
1: Yeah. I think, Elaine, you mentioned something you talked about, Raylan, being disappointing your kids. I think something that's really important, too, that you and I talk about a lot is that our behavior, remember, everything we learned was a learned behavior right. from our parents um, or in relationships. And then now we have kids, and all of a sudden our kids are learning behaviors. Mm-hmm. And I know that's one of the things that you have really reiterated is you don't want your kids. Well, you already know that your kids have picked up some of those learned behaviors. We learned that today, remember? Yeah, we did. (laughs) Um, But the fact that I think what's beautiful in this is that, and I don't care, I don't think it matters what age your kids are, Mm -hmm. is the fact that they're watching you. And so I know that you, that empowers you a lot to know that you are making a change, not only for yourself, but for your kids' future as well. Um, do you have anything you want to add to that? Because I know that it's so important. You've got the two girls at home and then right. your son is not, is living in Arizona, but what, it, What? how important is that to you? And, and what do you do on a, on a regular or like, I know that there's times when you say, okay, I've goofed, yeah. I've screwed up. Tell me, tell me how you handle those situations with your kids when you feel like you've stepped back instead of step forward.
2: Immediately apologize and word it not just like oh I'm sorry no what am I sorry for? Yeah what was the why? right it was you know was I no matter the excuse whether it's work or whether it's you know struggling with my own identity that day or whatever it may be, what was my why? what what caused the trigger for me to act back out mm-hmm. and step back and did I acknowledge them and you guys are big and about saying you know how was their integrity in that conversation? Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry I hurt your feelings. I'm really sorry Mm -hmm. I caused you distress or if there was a trigger that, you know, just driving down the, uh, you know, driving your Mm -hmm. car, you know. um, There's a lot of things internally that I'm working on, and I express that, you know. I'm sorry this came from this place. Uh, uh, I deal with abandonment issues. I deal with the abuse. I deal with, you know, the there's just so many factors that come into those triggers. And I just want to make sure I acknowledge what I did wrong mm-hmm. instead of just a blanket, I'm sorry. Right.
0: And then acknowledge what you did wrong that also acknowledge the fact that I'm working on it to yeah. become a better mother for you. That and
2: I, their feedback is important yes. because you know, still yeah. I'm going to be human and be like, Ugh, I don't like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And like we know today, the truth can hurt. Yeah. But if I don't hear it, then I'm going to keep making that mistake. Right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. yeah. You need to know what they're feeling, and I think you're really—that's one thing that you're really good at—is having those those conversations and those dialogue with your kids, and then being available to listen yeah. and actually hear what they have, what their input is. And I think that's great because as parents, we don't want to hear. I mean, you had that issue with Alyssa on your Betty Ford treatment, sitting knee to knee with her, and you had to hear some really yeah. painful things that were affecting your relationship with her.
0: And I just saw this broken little girl Mm. sitting in front of me, it's like, oh, what did you do? Yeah. What did you do? Yeah.
1: So um, (laughs) as we start closing down, um, Elaine, what, is there anything that you would wanna share um, for anybody that might be either on the journey, considering the journey, considering life coaching, a mentor, you know, what is it that has helped you the most and what would you, what kind of encouragement would you give to somebody? I don't know if we have enough
2: time <laughs> <laughs> give um, it give it what you got, we got you funny. know my uh, my main factor is uh, pops wrote a book so you know healing uh, the wounded child within I mean quickly as I can that book changed my life mm. changed my life um, I dealt with the smallest thing going to the dentist yeah. and yeah. I, I i would freak out didn't want to go didn't i could not handle it i have an anxiety attack trigger i'm out of here you come anywhere near my mouth i'm like whoa whoa right explain what you're doing but reading that chapter and he's like you know why because you they're invading your space and someone who either sexually assaulted you something that happened triggered that response and in that moment i'm like oh my gosh, that puzzle piece fit. Mm -hmm. And there's chapters of being your authentic self. What is that? I didn't know who that was. And once I picked up on that authentic self, I was like, well, I don't want to let that go because Uh, that's who I want to be because that's who God's called me to be. And finding people who will mentor you that you allow to speak in your life. Not just, you know, we all know pastors are great. We all know friends are great. We also know people will redirect us in the wrong way mm-hmm. if yeah. they don't have enough knowledge right. in that area. Right. And both you guys have dealt with things close to me that I've, I've experienced, so you know. Yeah. Like, you know you're going the wrong direction. You're doing this, you're doing that. And if you're just starting, don't give up. Mm-hmm. I think my moment was when we were in a recovery program, that blue chip was your beginning chip. I had to retake that chip one day, and that broke me in a good way but it still gave me the positivity to know like okay it's cool dust yourself off all right let's try it again here we go and every time if we have if i have a mess up you know hey mom pop this is what's going on yeah okay
1: that's yeah, one thing you're good yeah. you're really yeah. good at telling on yourself you know and i have
2: to because if i don't who's going to keep me accountable
0: right
1: Accountability is big.
0: And we all have emotional relapses. Absolutely. So I got a question going back to the dentist. So how did you resolve that problem, that issue?
2: Well, after talking with you and reading, like knowing like I'm safe, it's okay. They're Mm -hmm. doing something to help me. And it's not, you're in charge of the situation. They're not just coming at you. Right. And just knowing, putting that puzzle piece together. I'm safe in that moment. I'm okay. This is for a reason. No one's going to harm me. And it just, I had to connect. And being able to know that, okay, he's doing a job. Or she's doing a job. Yeah. It it was, I couldn't see that before I was complete. But I had to be open-minded about what you were expressing. Mm, That's good. And I had to be able to listen. Not just wanting to, oh, I know it all. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be open-minded and be willing to listen. And be willing to, uh, be firmly willing to be, correct it in a good way. That's good. Because, um, yeah, I'm human and I didn't like it and it feels very uncomfortable, but if I didn't have you guys telling me, you know, that's not good, I don't think this, how about you try this whaling? Because mm-hmm. this is what you need to know or this is where you need to go. Maybe this this will work Right. Um, it's just important to have people that you trust. Did, yeah. did
0: you say anything to the dentist at all? No, uh, I, I never I did. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Excellent. I never did. Never had that, that, to. That's really good. Yeah. I that's, think that's
2: the, the response was originally was like, ugh, what's going on? But after putting the pieces together and right. you talking me down off the ledge because we use that common statement mm-hmm. a lot because I'll get so anxious and overwhelming yeah. and feeling like that, like I'm spinning. And you yeah. always tell me, Elaine, you're spinning.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Take a Unwind, breath. unwind. <laughs> and that's why it's important to have people you trust people who you speak in your life, and only allowing those that you give permission to speak into. Yeah, exactly. And I
1: think too that one thing that we have to be really mindful of, and we've talked about it before, is is making sure that you're not talking to people that are just going to agree with you. Because right. not always is that the best. Sometimes you know, there might be certain simple things that, that that's not gonna hurt. But um, if they haven't experienced it, mm-hmm. they haven't walked through it, they haven't been in your shoes, yeah. you have to be very mindful Cannot that you It transmit
0: something you do not have. Right, it. exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it, and the thing with recovery is you're taking... The reality is you're taking risk. Yeah, every day. Of, of new behavior. It's like like you said, have somebody you can trust mm-hmm. because Kathy and I aren't going to tell you to do anything or suggest mm-hmm. that you do anything that we haven't already done and we know it's Mm -hmm. successful. Absolutely. And and, and that's the the key to it because you are jumping into uh, a world of unknown. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like an uncomfortableness, right? Everything
1: opposite of what you've ever done. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Right. So, I mean, we often say you live in the sea of uncomfortableness. And, and, and in that, there's love and peace, but there's all sorts of different things, you know, chaos and whatnot. And you're really comfortable living in that uncomfortableness mm. because you know how to navigate yeah. it,
1: yeah. right? you got the roadmap. Yeah. And this, she's, uh, you,
2: Ma's reminded me that a lot right, of times. Right,
1: right. You're
0: but, good at
2: doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but,
2: but why don't well, you try this?
0: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, when we step out of that circle, out yeah. of that sea of uncomfortableness, now we're trying a new behavior wow it's completely foreign to us. It's absolutely. like, well, wait a minute, I didn't sign up for I mean, this. Yeah, Right? Yeah, and so that's why again, having a mentor or a coach to help you through the, all this is absolutely key. You cannot do it alone. No. You just cannot.
1: Well, doing it alone has got you where you were.
2: Isolation is what got me, exactly, yeah. Yeah. doing it right. and knowing. And I still openly struggle, and I'll tell somebody that. You know, yeah. hey, I still struggle with isolation. And Ma's like, hey, you disappeared. Or somebody will remind me. And it's like relearning that behavior to know it's okay to be friends. It's okay to step outside of the box. It's okay to do things that are uncomfortable, right. but that are good for you. Yeah. Yeah. In Not a healthy way. Not the other ones that are unhealthy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If I don't hear from her for a little bit of time, she'll get a text. The text will just say, <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> and it's true.
2: And, but that's the thing that, you know, um, if anybody wants to consider or is considering, or even if you don't have the funds, you guys have shared so many times and on the podcast that mm-hmm. just take the moment to reach out and just give us that thirty, like your 30, 30 minute consultation, minute yeah, consultation. free consultation. And I wouldn't steer anybody wrong, and I stand on I stand on Randy's book, um, completely. Uh, for anyone as a woman, even though it, you know, like. I'm well, still starting working on my child, inner, child. inner and child. I'm struggling. I'm struggling with dealing with that because I'm not giving the proper time, but that's my problem. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning to right. fix that. That right. doesn't have anything to do with them. That has to do with me. Exactly. So that's accountability of saying to them, this is what I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. And still you giving me the grace. But if you're struggling out there and you want help, reach out. They will help you um, navigate how you feel in the moment. Just... Don't be scared. Fear is good,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but you can face it and rise above it. Yeah. And just keep working on it and don't be afraid because I, I, I kid you not, you guys will never look back. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it, it's the people that say, well, I, I want coaching. I want the, I want the therapy and it didn't work. Well, my my voice on that is it didn't work because you didn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we can coach you all uh, and, and, and we can coach you till the moon goes up and down but if you're not going to take part in your own recovery by doing the work that's required you're you're not going to move forward it's it it, you know
1: elaine said it being intentional being open and being willing i think those are the three things that are really important in your in your journey is you have to be open you have to be willing and be intentional about doing it and Honesty helps a lot along the way. (laughs) Yeah, because
2: it's easy to lie. I can manipulate the situation. And I've done all those. I have no problem saying that I have because that was the the person that was afraid of not pleasing people. And so it all comes back to those circles of what we've uncovered Mm -hmm. from a child young, of being abandoned, abused, everything you think of, everything has a connection to where it began. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. is that yep. inner child that either wasn't given yep. enough attention, yep. wasn't loved enough, wasn't, you know, given, you know, that those thoughts of encouragement, like all of those. Yeah.
0: They all yeah, add it up. And it it's sad because it's too many people go, well, I don't want to talk about my past. I don't want to talk about my parents. You hear this all the time. I had a great childhood. I had a nice house I had this I had that but did you have your parents did you have their emotional support yeah. and, and, and we don't we don't mm-hmm. we don't go to the parents you right. know this so that you hate them right. we no, don't no. want that we, we got to go there to figure out to
1: understand to understand yeah. Yeah.
0: Where, where our issues are coming from yeah and that's that in that, a lot of ways that's how I was able to uh, forgive my stepfather mm-hmm. that's good. <laughs> and people look at me like I'm absolutely out of my head for doing right. it but you know what? My therapist sucked me on a journey about what his life might what it, mm-hmm. might have been like. Yeah. It's like, dang, yeah. and, and I fought her on it, but it, you know, it, it's you, you've got to have an open mind. Yeah,
1: I think that's the biggest key to this. So, hmm. I love this. Com- I like having another person in yeah. here. Maybe we need to do this more often. Yeah. It kind of makes the conversations fun. Yeah, maybe so. we
0: need to step up our game a little. Okay, yeah. sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So,
1: um, Elaine, thanks for. Doing this with us Thank you for thanks for coming me. out Thank to do it with us me to be here. Oh, yeah, no, this was awesome so um i appreciate you i know you know that and i'm super super proud of you <laughs> ah, get out of here i'm super proud of you I, actually i said in
0: between the two of you didn't get in trouble tonight
1: yet the night's oh. still young <laughs> and by the
2: way i i took it back old school for everyone that's yep. watching start the, start the, conversation. the conversation was yes. a amazing road trip that you did and I've already heard you that you're going to be talking about it someday soon or maybe writing a book you um, know <laughs> I need to write a book
0: on yeah it, so. that's, that's what, a book right easy. there
2: what an amazing thing that you did yeah. and open the conversation for both men women children all of the, all above. Of the above and don't be afraid
1: yeah start the no. conversation so no. um I think that was all that I have in the dialogue today. Did you have something you wanted to share? No, I
0: just, I really appreciate Elaine. She's like my, my, my spiritual daughter all the time. And I always, I when you I, whenever I text her, I always say, hello, my beautiful spiritual daughter. Um,
2: and I appreciate that. I
0: know you do. I know I you do. do. So um, she's come a long way. Kathy does most of the work with her. I've worked with her a little bit, but... Um, Kathy does most of it, but she she comes to me when she Absolutely, has to. Right. Or
1: I turn her over to him when yeah. I'm like, "Oh my goodness, how do we do this?" Is <laughs> yeah. oh,
2: that yeah. valuing your opinion because all the stuff that you know, and then like you guys have always shared, his discernment is on
1: point it's intense sometimes so
0: yeah, it's it good that's so. a gift that's that's, a tough gift that's enough yes, not, yeah so but you know elaine thank you this makes thank it you. even the the hundredth episode even more <laughs> so special mm-hmm. so yeah that we have it's been great. um you know how much we love you and uh, i love the you too. And, yeah so um starting january in
1: january we're going to kick off a new year
0: and we're huh? going to talk about smart goals
1: Smart goals. Randy's got some smart goals he's going to share for the month of January. Yeah,
0: it's you know, let's, let's not go on this uh, New Year's resolution, resolution that everybody, right? that everybody <laughs> seems to do for about three days and then they <laughs> fail, okay? But let's talk about some smart goals. We're going to set you up for the year. We're, for yeah, the year. We're yeah, set you up for the year. So, so yeah, that'll be starting next week, um, the first week of January. January, yep. Right, so um, we're looking forward to doing that. Mm-hmm. And then February is going to be an exciting month because we the got... The month of love. The month of love. And we have three of the couples that we have mentored yeah. oh, that's uh, awesome. joining us. So uh, one on each week. So... Um, that's going to be an exciting, exciting adventure. Yeah, we got too, some so. good things planned. So
1: yeah. um, just a reminder that you're, to sign up, reach out to us at Change Your Life Story now for your 30-day, 30 30-day, 30 30-minute 30 free consultation. I knew I was going to say that at one point or another. 30-minute mm-hmm. free consultation. Um, it can be on anything. I mean, this month was on boundaries, but if you're struggling with something else in your life, reach out to us. Uh, let us get that opportunity to get you started in a, um, start the year off working on yourself, giving yourself that ability to heal from the things of your, any, any scars, anything that you're dealing yeah. with, we would love to help you work through. Um, and uh, just wanna remind you that we do have our foundation, the Courageous Healers Foundation, which is our nonprofit foundation that helps men, women, children, and families um, work through the scars of abuse. Uh, it can be any type of abuse that, that is there. Um, we do work st- strictly on donations as a nonprofit, so if you have it in your heart that you would like to make a donation, whether it's a one-time donation or a uh, monthly donation, um, you can go to Change Your Life Story now, and there'll be a, uh, uh, a link that you can click on that will take you to that. Um, if finances are not in the books right now, totally understand. We just ask that you keep us in prayer that this foundation will continue to reach those in need
0: right oh mm-hmm. and um there's no affiliation between this and the foundation no. we want to make that clear yeah this is a, um, a, totally mm-hmm. a separate uh, exactly
1: healing courageously podcast is in conjunction with change your life story now yes. which is our coaching
0: right exactly business so, so. and the, with that go to you know take a look at our website change your it's on the on the screen there Check it out. See what we have. We have uh, we do marriage counseling. I'm Simba certified. It's a phenomenal mm-hmm. assessment. It's so much fun to do. And then plus we do you know addiction counseling, couples counseling. We do all sorts of different yeah. coaching. Um,
1: Make sure you like and share on yes. our social media as well. That's important as well as the YouTube channel. Um, like, share, put us in touch with anybody that might need assistance. Right. We're Sisters.
0: here to help. And Elaine mentioned my book. Healing the Wounded Child Within. It is available on Amazon and paperback, Kindle, and Audible. And, and it's Spanish. available in Spanish as well. Yeah, that's um, exciting. We were gifted with some great talent that helped me do that for very minimal cost. Yeah. So, Also, my 30-day devotion of the wholeness, which is a great um, 30-day devotion that is all I can tell you is, is you need to read it. Check it out. Check, check it you out. You need to check it out. And then the seven-day challenge, um, which is a little workbook that goes with healing the mood of child within. Yeah. All right. You got it. All right. Is that it? That's it. You sure? I got positive, it. positive? Positive. Yeah, that's it. You, you good, Lane? Yeah, I'm great. All right. I'm not in trouble with either one of you? Oh. No, wow. Not yet.
1: <laughs> the night is still young. Well,
0: that's right. we got to eat dinner, and then we're going to do some s'mores. Oh, I'm so excited. We're going oh, to have a fire. Tonight. All right. so fire man. All right, so thanks for joining us tonight. Mm -hmm. Remember this. If nobody tells you that they love you today, Randy does.
1: Kathy does. Elaine does.
0: But more importantly, Hazel does. (laughs) And so does God. Be blessed, everybody. Be blessed.
1: Bye, Bye. (laughs)
0: this has been healing courageously with randy boyd we will have a new episode every monday please like us on itunes or google play if you would like to know more about the services available from randy please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com thank you for spending time with us we'll see you next week and remember if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. I
1: just something It says change your life story, not change your life story now.
0: It's all right.